I don't want to go to community college. Like, I feel like if I had lived in, like, an, like, uh, like an area that was, like, bigger, then I could, like, consider community college. But here, I don't want to go to community college in Nowhereville, Indiana. You know, that I'm just going to be, like, I'm going to end up being stuck here forever. And I just, like, I just want to branch out, like, get a breath of, like, kind of smoggy air, you know? She's 15, you guys. of coconuts episode 17 hi i'm coco and i'm cashew hi cashew how are you good how are you i am doing good i'm doing good it's uh yeah i'm doing good <laughs> what about you well i don't know i'm like i just got back from camp oh, like last week a little bit a couple days ago my friend's birthday was on last was last sat last friday and that was that was cool mm-hmm. um had a whole mix up with the post office which didn't which wasn't very nice mixed everything up and made everything 10 times more complicated but as of now we're about Two, three weeks away from the beginning of school starting. I know, and right? And we start on the 8th of August, and it's actually kind of terrifying. Like, I'm starting my senior year, and there are so many things that I haven't done. So many things that I haven't done I in mean, preparation. Talk about major procrastinator here, yeah, guys. Yeah, I'm telling uh, you. I mean, this girl, I'm telling you. She was born to shine. And and when I say this, I'm I'm not saying because I am her mom, okay? Seriously. She started reading. She was about two years old. She knew all her letters at very, very, very young age. And then she started putting the letters together and kind of... Her trick was she was following my finger when I was reading the book. So she memorized the word. So she will see the word even though she didn't know how to read read because you know the sounds of each mm-hmm. letter and stuff she knew that i remember like it was yesterday a book that we had there was a story about a rabbit or something you knew the word rabbit was the word rabbit because i kept tracing the text with my fingers yeah and as I you knew, were speaking yes and i knew you were watching you were not the kind of kid that you were looking at the, the, the pictures. You were basically watching where my finger was going every time I would say a word. So at very young, you knew how to, you know, imitate. When I, when I would write Lauren, you would just do the same thing. You write Lauren. You knew how to do your name at very very early age I would write your name and you just watch the way I did I would do it and you would just not trace but you would imitate you kind of look how I did and you do it on the bottom at very young age I would say and we are talking about two years old here and you know two and a half we're not talking about five going to kindergarten I'm talking this little girl that it was like Wow. Books was her thing. And, um, you know, very, very smart. Always very, very smart. And then it gets the time that you and your school relationship has always been deep. 
<laughs> I wouldn't say that much. That makes me sound like, uh, wow, that's so dramatic. And you say I'm the actor. No, you are, mommy. But anyway, I don't remember. Did you go to preschool? Yes, you did. You lasted two days. So I take you to preschool. Was it preschool? It was kindergarten. No, it was preschool. I don't remember going to preschool. Uh, it's because, oh, it's yes. because I took you out. I do remember going to preschool. Oh, man. Preschool was hilarious. So I went to preschool. Um, went back when we lived in Colorado. Got dropped from preschool for like one or two days or whatever. Then I show up and, you know, I, then I, I'm there, you know, with it. I don't even know what they do in preschool. They're like <laughs> playing with blocks. We played like kitchen or whatever. And we we're just there. And I was like, ha ha, how fun. And then we come, I leave and the teacher gives me a little sticker of a cow. And she's like, what does a cow say? And I'm like, moo. <laughs> I was just like, uh, are you really asking me this question? I don't remember how old I was. I was like. Four or five? I think I don't it know. was, I think, four, three, four. Three, four. And then we're walking away, and then Coco's like, you're not going to that class ever again. <laughs> I'm just like, oh, okay, that that's cool. No, I think I asked you, how was your day? And w- w- what did you do? And you're like, she just asked me, what does the cow say? And I was like, really? And she's like, yeah. The cow says moo, hello. <laughs> but anyway, so I was like, it's a waste of my time. It's a waste of her time going to a class where she's going, she's moving backwards, she's just moving forward. So I'm just going to keep her home. So I kept her home and she kept doing her thing, learning and learning on her own, learning and learning and learning. So she goes to kindergarten. <laughs> we get that to kindergarten. And Kashu is, like, bored to death. She's, like, making the whole class chaos because she's, like, beyond that place. So the teachers call me, like, you have to talk to your daughter. Maybe we need to take her to some type of, I don't know, therapy session. Therapy session? (laughs) Or whatever it is to calm down the kid. She's just, like, not cooperating. And I was like, yeah, it's because this place is not challenging enough. Why don't you test her and see how she's just really smart? She's, I'm sorry, but she's not. She's not what you expect her to be because she's beyond what, what you're teaching. And so they did. They started testing her, testing her, and to a point where they say, well, I am going, we are going to, we did some tests and I think she's smart enough to skip kindergarten and go to uh, first grade. So then they did that. And then when she was in first grade, they were like, well, she's still, you know, she's very advanced for first grade. And then maybe we can skip her to um, second grade. Mm -hmm. So I was like, okay. So then she goes to second grade. She's five. <laughs> She's in second grade. Um, so I go like, okay. I don't know how. At that point, I was like, all right, she, she's cool. She, she'll adjust. <laughs> she'll adjust. <laughs> no worries. And then Throws they, me come, to the wolves. they come to me again saying Lauren is still acting up. And that's when they decided to take her to talk to this person and do more tests. And they were like, we think that she can skip one more. And I was like, no, <laughs> she cannot be in third grade. And with five years old. 
<laughs> I think it's enough. So just to be clear, the kindergarten, the first grade, and the second grade was all in one year. So I don't know how to explain how can a person... Well, I thought that I went to kindergarten, first grade in the same year. Like, I did, like, part-time one, like, one class, part-time in the other. And I thought that I went to second grade normally, but then I was in the accelerated no, you, the course. No, they did that, too. Really? They did that, too. All the all the courses you were on the gifted. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Literally, the gifted program was, like, <laughs> there was nothing. And the gifted program, we would just go to a room sometimes. We'd take special field trips for smart people only or something. No, And then but- I would play... Like with cards and the it games. It was with chaotic, the kids. you guys, because I had to do all the the leg work because they wanted me to take long, take take Kashu to uh, a different school, and it was a very, it was a, how can I say? They had a waiting list. It was very advanced type of school. It was, it was really in downtown. Tedious. And oh yeah, Edison. No, no, it was the other one. You got to Edison because you were not able to get to this other one. Oh, really? I don't yeah. remember this other one. Yeah, it's because I was trying to take care of all that, to place you all that. Then, since she didn't get placed on that other school, they transferred her to a gifted school in the neighborhood. What It wasn't a gifted school. It was a more advanced school in the mm-hmm. same neighborhood. But That was where I did third grade. Yeah, and but you... You had her whole class was gifted. It wasn't like they would take her aside like the other school was. Mm-hmm. They would take her aside and she would take gifted subjects. Course, yeah, it was more like the whole class. All the kids in that class were smarty pants. Uh, but uh, it was uh, it was something. She looked so cute going to school. You guys, it was so cute. I still have the shirt from that school. So like, cute. I remember when the teacher—I don't remember his name—but he was a riot. He was hilarious. Um, he, we. Duval. No, that was that was P's teacher oh, okay, in I'm kindergarten sorry. or okay. first grade or something. Yeah. But I remember. Th- that um i remember he could shoot carrots out of his nose i remember that i remember that he could do that and we all thought that was so funny and um i he when we first when i first got there i think i got there i don't know maybe i got there like a couple days late or something or the first time that i got there he like he gave me a shirt and i was like this shirt is too big and because it was a large like a youth large and and, like literally i still wear this youth large (laughs) shirt like i have there's like bleach stains on it and i'm just like this still fits, you know, it's a little small, but that would work. I remember also in that class, I would not stop talking. Like, I talked to everyone. We would go to, like, I didn't even like the person I was sitting next to you. I remember this one, kind of Carter, I think his name was Carter, and everyone would be like, ooh, lovebirds. I was like, that's disgusting. <laughs> but, because I would talk to him. I didn't like him, but I would talk to him no matter what, like, no matter what classes. I remember I had a teacher, teach, parent-teacher conference one time. And I was there and we, like, reviewed, like, something that I wrote for class, like, something about, like, Icarus or something about a chariot. It was some sort of Greek mythology assignment or something. Mm. And my teacher was like, yeah, you know, she's doing pretty well, you know, but she just, like, talks to everybody. I can't place her next to anyone because she will talk to everyone that she's sitting next to. And and that pattern carried all the way to high school, and I'll tell you more as the, as the time goes by. She basically never paid attention to what what they <laughs> yeah, were doing that's a problem and and i was always chatting and i was a somehow, chatterbox and somehow she always got straight a's 
And it was it was something. It was something. But it was in that school that at that little age, I don't even know how old, she was so cute, going to third grade. And that she decided she was going to be a computer science person. Was it really? Yeah. Yeah. But there were a lot of things I wanted to be before. I wanted to be a writer for a really long time. Oh, yeah. you were right. Yeah. I, only, I think I it only, was that, too. I think that I when I wanted to be a computer scientist or computer programmer, that was, like, later. That was, like... Okay. When I think when we moved to Indiana, that's when I started getting really interested in that. Mm. Mm-hmm. I think so. When did we start traveling to go places to visit schools? Was it there? Was it here already? Yeah, it was already here. Okay, so that you wanted to be a writer back mm-hmm. then. I wanted to be a writer. Oh, man. The writing that she was doing was actually pretty good. Pretty for, good. For a third grader. For a third grader that was not even third grader mm-hmm. age. Oh, my goodness. Um, yeah, you wanted to be a writer. It was actually pretty good. She did a bunch of... Um, you know, writing nonsense and and essays and and cartoons and and um, uh, what do you call those little uh, stories and cartoons? Comics. Comics. She did comics. That one. I didn't do comics just yet. That was when I moved to Indiana. That's oh, when we moved it? to Indiana. I started doing comics. I'm oh, sorry about that. I did that. fourth grade and fifth grade at a different school. Yeah. So. Because while she was in that school, we bought a house on a super different neighborhood far away. Um, and P was going to a different school nearby. So I was able to get P in that school, which is a charter school. Um, and the waiting list was gigantic to get Cashew uh, in. So she had to stay at the other school oh man that that year was tough because i the had commuting the commute was, was so oh man but we we did it we had to i had to hire someone to pick kashu from one school and then come all the way it was far her name and, was jennifer that's and, all i remember about her she was and jennifer all the and drivers they had throughout those i think it was uh, yeah cuz the driver that picked you up from the school in third grade was actually the same driver that pick, picked you up at the, the next year when we were we were the charter school. I think you stayed in the charter school for two years, yeah, right? Yeah, fourth grade and fifth grade. And then we moved to Indiana. And there, in that charter school, she was in the gifted class. The charter school was more advanced, too, mm-hmm. and was cute because she has uniform and everything. Which is yeah, so that, was, cute. that was one thing that I really hated back then. They would have, like, the dress-down days where you pay a dollar. You pay a dollar and you could dress down, and they're like, oh, you don't have to wear your white polo and your your khakis, you know? <laughs> it was hilarious. Like, I only wore, like, three different pairs of clothes. Like It was awesome, if you ask me. They had the... You had the tan pants. I mean, then they could have. Please, the... I'm gonna need to interrupt you here. I mean, back in the day. Oh my <laughs> gosh! Yeah, so we're gonna go about on talking about, about Coco's childhood, yeah. as as we always do. All right, back in the day, all the way in Brazil, they have uniforms. Yes, and to this day they have uniforms. Mm-hmm. True. True. Right. You went to Brazil not long ago. No. And you saw. Yes, they all have uniforms. They have like the shirt, then they'll have pants, and then shoe. like down to the shoe, folks. Down to the shoe. Yeah, they're the same way in Japan. And when I was taking Japanese, mm-hmm. they all have uniforms. And anyone who watches anime knows that they have uniforms. In and do Japan. you know why? 
Because a lot of people are in different social classes, so they don't want anyone to get bullied. Because that's what, like, I think, like, here, like, everyone reads the books where, like, they get, like, you know, like, American students, or, like, I guess any other students that don't have uniforms, they'll get bullied because, like, you know, they have all, like, the lame clothes or something. It's just, like, it doesn't really matter. They're just clothes, as long as, you know, it's, like, yeah, whatever. Yeah, tell me about it, but the kids in school, they don't think that way. They think they are better than others just because of the clothes they are wearing. Mm-hmm. And the people that cannot afford the clothes that they see others wearing feel bad because yeah. they can't. So, I'm all for uniforms. Let's do a petition for oh, uniforms. Man. But the funny thing is that in Colorado, the first school they upgraded you, <laughs> they skipped you, they had uniforms. But it wasn't really a uniform, it was a shirt. It was a polo shirt it was that you could shirt. wear and with it was, jeans. It was it was a it was like maroon or it was yeah. burgundy or something like that. Yeah. Yeah. And it had the little school insignia on the side. We yeah. wear that every day. Yeah. That's um, cool. I don't think uh, the second school had uniform. Though. The second school didn't, they have, didn't uniform. have uniform. Um, because they were like cool or whatever, and I was yeah. like, I love this school. <laughs> I don't have to wear the same shirt. But then I went to the charter school. They, you know, like as I was saying, they have the, you can wear tan pants or you can wear like you can wear navy blue pants, and I think you can wear black pants. So, so those are the no. pants you it can wear black. Bl- navy blue pants on the old khakis. Oh yes. Or a white shirt or a navy blue shirt. Yes, and then... And you could wear the dresses, too, Yeah, you could wear, like, the khaki dress, or you could wear the khaki skirt, and all. I had, like, 30 different khaki skirts, one navy blue, one, <laughs> you know, that I'd have my shoes or whatever. And then she would do her, her swag. It was all the different type of uh, stockings. Really? Yeah. Really? Was it? I can't... I don't remember that. That's funny. It's so cute. When she was at the gift school, uh, doing the third grade, you would wear old... Cashew, it was just like this little thing, wearing this skirts off, all girly, with all the stockings, and then the t-shirt, the shirts, and the cardigans. Honestly, you cardigans are, like, are great. Like, they'll never grow out of style, I'm telling you. Like, nowadays, I still really like cardigans. And then I have this one cardigan that went missing, and I can't find it. I'm very upset about it. <laughs> but after fifth grade... You know, I really liked the school, the charter school. It was a lot of fun, and mm-hmm. I had, like, friends, whatever, and it was cool, and they did a lot of events. But, after, but then you came here. Yeah. We came here. Then we came to Indiana, the little nowhere town, little nowhere state. Oh, stop it. So they, we came to Indiana. She did six, seven, right? Well, no. we, I fin- I didn't finish all of fifth grade. I finished half of fifth grade. Then we moved to Indiana because we moved to Indiana December. December, yeah. we got here on Christmas. Yeah. It was like, wow, great Christmas present. Moving <laughs> to a different state, leaving all my friends behind. Yeah. And then I finished the second semester of fifth grade at a new school. And then you then did, the did sixth, sixth grade. grade at the new school. And then after sixth grade, I went to a different school because we bought a different house. Um, we bought a house that we still live in right now, and we're literally, like, two minutes away from the new school, so I did seventh grade, but I did one month of seventh grade. By the time it got to September, I was, like, not paying attention to any of my courses. I was, like, so bored the whole time. Parent-teacher conference, September, they always have a parent-teacher conference at the beginning, where you talk to all all the teachers are there at the little tables, like, waiting for the, the kids' parents to come up to them. And, you know, my math teacher, my algebra teacher, he was, like, telling me, he was telling my mom, he was, like, 
Yeah, you know, she's not paying it at all, paying attention at all. I like look over at her and her computer because we had computers at that school. Probably a big mistake. Like that led to my imminent demise. But, you know, they I was like he was like, Yeah, she's always playing video games in the computer. And I'm just and I was like, Oh man, been caught. But like he's like, but she still manages to get good grades at the class. So I'm like confused. And so he that teacher, he helped me get skipped up to eighth grade well you had to do some tests too uh no i didn't no, they they, they are like so easy going they, like yeah. they didn't even care they're like it's they funny because in colorado you had to do so many tests yeah and talk to the the, the counselor the counselor the psychiatrist it was like three different counselors oh my gosh I don't even know how many principals you talk to. Yeah. Because here, they want... I think it's because you were really, really young. And they wanted to make sure this make is sure, what we wanted. Yeah. Yeah. I think here it is like I can kind of speak for myself. Like at this age. Like at this age, <laughs> I can tell how I'm feeling about, you know, like school and stuff. You know, like I'm bored, you know. Mm-hmm. I don't really... This this class does not excite me or it's not invigorating or whatever. You know, just like... So they I, they just, like, examined, like, my performance or whatever. They, like, looked around. All the teachers talked to each other, as I assume teachers do. They have a teacher lounge for a reason, I assume. So then, like, a couple days after that, I was skipped up to eighth grade in the <laughs> middle of September. So in the September, I remember the first day I went to eighth grade, and people never let this go, ever. The first day of eighth grade, I wore a black turtleneck that I still <laughs> own. I'm pretty sure it's still in my closet. And it was a hand-me-down from Coco because we started wearing about the same size back then, but it had shrunk in the wash. So she gave it to me. And it was kind of like this thing that she calls baby look, but it's called crop top. It's called a crop top. So it was too, a little bit too small and it was itchy as heck. It was so itchy. I like died. And like my neck was red because it was itching me and I was like scratching my neck. So I showed up in at class English my first period class was English I showed up like and I was like hi I'm the new kid uh I was in seventh grade but now I'm in eighth grade now and it was funny because as soon as I switched to eighth grade all the popular people from seventh grade suddenly wanted to talk to me and I was I was like who are you I don't like I have you never talked to me when I was in your in your um geography class I don't know who you are but it was weird, and it disgusted me, because I was suddenly, like, high-profile kid who, you know, like, I was, like, this is, like, a, about as much news as they get around here. Yeah. So, you know, and I was a huge dork. <laughs> so, like, eighth grade, you were? I was. I you was. Were. It was, oh, I still I am. <laughs> I still am, I admit it. But, like, legit, like, I was, like, so, I, awesome. I would play, like, my little pony games during health class. It was so I think funny. so, so, like, she corrected me throughout that time. Time. She she got into, uh, you know, she wanted to be a computer science girl. We <laughs> we started collecting names for universities where she went. Oh, by the way, if it wasn't an Ivy League, she did not want to go. She wanted to go to the best school for that subject because she was gonna be one of the best computer scientists. And we I had, think I wanted to do like I wanted to like make video games, but yeah. I think like every kid wants to make video games at some point in their yeah. life, but they don't realize how tedious it is. Man, this girl took me. We had to travel all the way to visit these Ivy Leagues. Every time I travel for work, there was a in the state of an Ivy League. I had to go find a shirt for her. She has shirts from like five universities, mm-hmm. but we did visit three of them. So. Yeah, but they were all in like Boston. Well, we visit Harvard, we visit MIT, 
I mean, it's funny because she was going to MIT. That was the thing. That was she wouldn't wanted to see any other school. She yeah, was going that, to MIT. That was this. That was the place. That was I the place. And I, she didn't go to Duke, but I got her shirt from Duke because Duke was the next one that we were going to visit. Mm-hmm. We were supposed to go visit Purdue, but we just didn't have the chance to go visit Purdue. We visited IU, and I went to a computer yeah. camp two years there. She She did go to University of Indiana in Bloomington for like two years in a row. Um, she did her summer program in, at IU. Oh, uh, and I we also... We did go to Stanford. Also, we did go to Stanford. Um, oh, uh... Back in the sixth grade, I went to the STEM camp. And oh, yeah, all the way in Chicago. That was $2,000. We it. had to do fundraising, and I had to beg a bunch of people for money because we did not have $2,000 to go to this camp. And I think that was the camp that was like, I want to do this. This mm-hmm. seems cool. No, it wasn't no, that. It, wasn't. it was before that. that was, I, I, went I to, think that was another affirmation for you. When you went to that camp that this is really what I wanted to yeah, do. Yeah, before that, I went to a thing. I went to a retreat or whatever. For girls. For girls who mm-hmm. wanted to be in the STEM fields. And I was like, oh, this is cool, I guess, because my science teacher was like, hey, you know, there's some people who want to do this. And I was going to go because one of my friends was going to go, but she ended up not doing it. So I went and it was like, some. it was we went to Indianapolis and it was a day and I like checked a bunch of stuff that I wanted to do. I did like stuff that had to do with food and stuff that had to do with computers. And then I then introduced me to the world of scratch and that like that haunted me for a really long time i delete i still have like long deleted my account but but you know even though that was maybe that was computer science that's what she wanted to make it even more with scratch and when she found out that the mit folks were doing the scratch oh man that was it that was was, it she needed to go to mit so here i am silly me book a trip all the way to to boston we had the time of our lives. It was cool. We went to all the schools. But, we you had know, such a good time. Now that I think of it, it's like, you know, it's like, I don't know, like... Waste of my money. Yeah, it was a pipe <laughs> dream. It was a pipe dream. Like, I realized when I was doing Scratch, like, I didn't do much, like, real coding. Like, it, you know, as a visual blocks and all that kind of stuff. Easier for beginners. But, you know, I didn't really do... I wanted... Even back then, like, I started getting into, like, the Sonic fandom after this one person who's, like, really inspired me, and I started drawing. And I wanted to do animation on Scratch, but it's, and, it's, and people did coding where they with the animation, and then I think that sort of led into me, like... Start drawing. Yeah, and I, I that was late 2014. That was late 2014 when I first started drawing, like, Sonic characters only. Like, if y'all want to see some of these Sonic characters only, I can, like, probably put on the show notes and, like, <laughs> expose my life. But, you know, like, throughout that time, I never did any real coding. And I went to the camps, and when I went to the camps, I, it didn't make any sense to me. When I was doing real coding with the computer, like, real HTML, I was so confused. And I was like, this is fine. I can always find something else that I can do. This will, like, that had to do with, like, programming. Like, this is, I can get it. It will, I, it will do fine. And I found myself getting more and more confused, and I was getting a little frustrated. And then sophomore year after I left the school that I had done eighth grade in and ninth grade in and started doing online school I took a job programming class because they have a lot way wider range of classes than like school this tiny nowhere town school had well we didn't explain to them that she did go to eighth grade on that school and then ninth grade she decided that 
she was going to do homeschool. I didn't decide. It was kind of forced on me, but no. then I yes, it was. It was a it was a it decision was a, that a I wasn't decision that both of us came. It was just, it was going to happen whether I liked it or not. So I just had to give in and might as well like done it anyway. You know, freshman year was, you know, a complete wreck and you know, lots of things happened that probably shouldn't have happened, but, you know, it's behind me now, so it's all cool, and, you know, I'm living my life, you know, living my best life or whatever, so, you know, I did sophomore year at home, um, and it was great, because I was home by myself all the time, listening to music really loud, doing all my classes, and I was like, yeah, this is cool, I could do this, I wish I did this earlier, because this is, you know, I hated it. First day, like, all the people who are listening, and they are possibly considering doing online school, like, yes, go for it, totally do it, like, I love online school, and there's tons of online schools around the country, and I've, like, trying to convince all my friends to do it, because I think it's so great, but the first week is the worst week of your life, like, I was so frustrated that I sat at my computer and cried. No, I think that's for everything that you do, actually, if you get to a job, or if you get into a relationship or that beginning is always frustrating yeah it's really difficult you know, and trying if, to get accustomed you, yeah i think it's cool or a course or actually anything that the beginning is the hardest thing ever right so you you did well um again yeah. i didn't have to worry she did very good uh, yeah that year um i took the job programming course and I hated it. I despised it. It was the worst thing. I was like, every every time I had to do one of the assignments, I was like, oh, I'm dreading this. I did not want to do it. I tried going to live lessons, but they explained nothing to me. I was so confused. I was upset. I was angry. And I like couldn't barely, I would like put off all these assignments and I would just get them building up. That's one problem with online school. They like, they just like, you like, it was like, you can work at your own pace, but then it turns out to be like, I'm going to put this off until the very last moment. And then like, no, no, the only procrastinators do that. Yeah. Only procrastinators do. Yeah. I'm like, cause you procrastination nuts, you know, like <laughs> I'm not even kidding. Like I did not do like for the last, but for my final exam, there were two options. You could do one of the, you could do like the main thing that was assigned or you could do an alternate assignment. And the alternate assignment like was nine times easier than the actual final exam. I was like, sorry, doing the alternate. I'm going to be done with this course. I can't do it. It was the worst course I had ever taken. Well, in the meantime, you also were getting better and better at drawing. You, you were finding that scape on, on drawing more and more and 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 with the the frustration you had with java and i kept telling her you know java is just one of the languages you don't have to work with java you yeah there are so many languages you can work but no she decided out of nowhere that the whole computer science saga it was bogus done it was bogus it It was was over after all the money i spent done no more and i was like Wow. I felt like she was really disappointed after that. I think it was more like all the money I wasted going visit colleges. Yeah, it was was fruitless. It was like, what was was I thinking? I think that she was was so young. I shouldn't have done that. But every time she went to a college, she was like, oh my gosh, this is so awesome. I think that... I think that, like, that's just the journey of, like, all parents, or all, not all parents, just, like, all kids, you know, like, you don't really, like, start something and, like, oh, yeah, this is gonna happen, like, you might, 
mm-hmm. and that's like really good for you you know like you could like do something like think of something when you were really young and that was something that you wanted to do and you're still doing it and like yeah. that's so cool but I feel like for a lot of people you have to discover your passions absolutely and then like like I have discovered my affinity my passion for drawing and art and like portraying my feelings through like my characters and this like loving these characters that are from the cartoons and from the shows and then it's just like I feel like that'd be something that I want to do when I get older like get out make other people inspired I by mean, my work I'm sorry to interrupt you she's still amazing at writing she will write the best story if if she's if her mind's into it she is still going to write the best essays she is an amazing storyteller she her writing skills is still there i mean programming yeah i still love to write programming and coding and animation she can still do it it just takes longer i mean this girl was self-taught doing all that kind of animation stuff and I mean, all the stuff that she did for in the beginning of the podcast. I mean, she does. She has programs and she understands how they work. She's really excited when she does it, but just takes time for her because, again, she didn't really go to school for that. She learned by herself. But now with the drawing, she is really passionate about it. So now she wants to go to college for drawing. This is her senior year in high school. And now is the time for her to, you know, Seriously I mean, crack down. actually she's been, she's been looking into colleges now that I've she's no looking... longer going to an Ivy League yeah. for computer science. I feel like after like I left that burden of like Java programming and just not just like computer science and like these Ivy Leagues behind me, like I'd like left that, that took it off. Like I feel like I was like so much more liberated. Like I didn't have like, so, I feel like that had, I feel like throughout my life like with school I had a lot of pressure on me. Like, some from my parents, but I feel like most of it was from myself. Most of it was from myself. Like, I gotta be the best. I gotta, like, I'm the kid who skipped, like, a bajillion grades. So, of course, I have to be the best kid. I can't be the slacker. I can't have, have like, anything less than, like, a B minus or whatever, you know? I, well, actually, back then it was an A minus. But now, yeah. but now I just let myself relax a little bit. I'm trying to, like, you know. And I also learned, and after listening to a lot of Gary Vee, I also learned that it's actually not my call for her to go to college, for her to get all A's, for her to, for, for me to tell her that, no, you cannot do art. You have to do computer science. It's not my call. It's not my life. It's her call. It's her life. But because she did skip all these grades, the pressure she was is on. really young. Yeah. She's really young. So... If she was 17, 18, graduating senior year right now, I would not be on her case about going to college or because I knew that after she was done with school, she could find a job and, 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 and drive herself and go places and do whatever. But right now, she's still a 15-year-old. And when she graduates high school, she will be freshly 16, Aliyah, a month. A month, she'll be... A month or two, yeah. 16 years old. I mean, there's nothing she can do. So at that point, I still have to, along with her, kind of decide, okay, you can't be on your own. At Something this. we're still debating, but... Yeah, you can't be on your own at this age. Like you were to go to decide if you want to go to a college out of state or or things like that. 
I am uh, very glad that she's very um, intelligent in her financial decisions. I mean, not that she has any decisions to make financially right now. Everything's going to be on me because she's so young. But I am truly, truly, truly hoping that her essays are going to be brilliant and her applications are going to be over the top and that and that her GPA are going is going to score something like a scholarship because we are not prepared for the blow financially that's going to be college especially at this age mm-hmm. because we you know not every parent is looking forward to send their kid to college when they're only 15 um there will be a lot of change coming up this year a lot of decisions that we need to make yeah definitely i think like i've been also you know it's me miss procrastinator you know like the whole summer, I was like, ah, oh, yeah, I'm going to do a bunch of college stuff. I'm going to be like, yeah, I'm going to be super active. I'm going to do all my scholarships, you know, ba-blam. Like, it's all going to be set and done, you know, entire. Like, I feel like the summer has, like, flown by. I feel like the since we went to Brazil, like, that took a chunk out of my summer vacation. And then just everything else is, like, accelerated, like, three times speed, you know? I haven't done anything the whole summer. I feel, like, super bad and, like, guilty. You know, literally all I did was, like, I played Sims with Karen. I, you know, I watched movies. I, like, stayed over my friends' places. And I did nothing for myself that would better my life. And it's just, like, y'all don't do that. Like, please don't procrastinate. Because coming from, like, a professional procrastinator, like, you're not going to get anything done. And you're going to end up doing it at the last moment and you're going to regret it. So, like, here I am regretting it. But I'm cracking down on the last two weeks of summer break and trying to get... I'm going through because, you know, I also made the Always mistake. at the end. Always. Always, at, always that, that, that rush that she gets at the end. Yeah, unfortunately... keep it up. Being a procrastinator, like, I feel like I work way better under pressure. And, it's like, when everything is like, okay, it's under the wire. You got to do it. You got to do your best. But, like, that's, like, the worst thing. Like, I hope you're not like me. But if you are, I mean, like we relate, like, I understand, like, where you're coming from, but it's just, like, right now, I'm just, like, trying to go through all my emails, go through all the mail I've been sending, all the college brochures, trying to research, trying to, like, go through all the places, and, like, trying to find the best place that is for me that isn't a place just because I get in because I have a good grades. I have good grades, and I have a high GPA or whatever. I want it to be because, like, it's someplace that will better me and my life and my art skills and how I can... You know, get my art to influence other people and make other people happy and feel different kinds of things. You know, I don't really know what I want to do. Like, it's like, I don't have, like, a solid idea. I just say, like, when people ask me, oh, what are you going to go for college for? Because that's the default question anyone asks seniors. Like, that's the, all I've been asked for, like, that's all adults ask me for, like, the past, like, couple months. I'm just like, oh, yeah, I'm going to be a digital illustrator. Like, it's so broad. You could, like, a digital illustrating is just, like... Such a cool thing to do. I just, like, look at brochures. I see people who go to these art schools. Like, recently I got a brochure from, like, some school in Rhode Island or something, and they gave me a very thick, very thick book, and I was in awe with this oh, school. Man. And these I was schools, like, schools, oh, my gosh. I mean, their budget for direct marketing mail is ridiculous. It's true. It's I true. Mean, you have no idea the amount of junk mail we have been receiving um over the past two years not the past is it the past it's two the years? past two years i've been yeah. getting i signed up for a website 
on accident somehow because I signed up I did a form while I was in school and they were like do you want us to send you college information and me my stupid like 13 year old self yeah I sure tell send her, me the unsubscribe, stuff unsubscribe <laughs> this is not okay This we are zero waste household this is not okay oh no mommy we can recycle zero waste doesn't mean you recycle more <laughs> zero waste means you waste less period there's no waste. And here I am every single day. There's tons of stuff that she's receiving from these colleges. And they go like, whoa, the budget, that book was like thick. It was the thick. The colors was extravagant. The art It was, was a beautiful like, book, I'm telling you. Like, I mean, if, if you guys like know which college I'm talking about and you have this book, like just take a moment and be in awe of how beautiful this book is. I'm just like, this is the school I want to go to. But just with the stuff on the, on the book, just like, I can't be yeah, so and hasty. And then you go look at the price and you're like, Yeah, um, I can't be so... I did actually look at it and they are like freaking expensive so you know unless it's like a miracle of god that he's like yes this is the school you're destined to go to like bless up my life you know like otherwise like probably well, not gonna happen th that's not even like it's funny like okay maybe i can apply to all these schools and then wait for the miracle of god yeah to show me which one is gonna give me my full ride but excuse me every single school you apply there's a application fee which sucks where you're like how am i a lady that is a single a single a single parent parent at be able to oh she's going to apply to 25 schools i don't think so i'm girl. still working it out i don't still think it out. so you are going to you know i took my time out of my busy life to research all these cool schools art schools in a state she put my sticky notes, I don't even know where. Yeah, I think I lost them. I hope not, lovely. Because, you know, I would like to stay here. Which I won't. And so I'm pretty, you all know how much I hate it out here. I've, oh, I've, come on. I do. Like, I think if you guys listen to the you podcast, like pretty, living? I do not. She, Coco loves country living. She loves the quiet and, you know, like the peace and the yeah. land and the nature. I'm just like, cool. But I want neighbors <laughs> that are nice to me. Oh, who I can mom. see. I want. It's just because we don't have good neighbors. She just put in her head that. She needs better neighbors. This isn't oh, delu- totally. I'm not being delusional. I'm being, like, legit. Like, we'll go and visit. We went and visited Chicago a couple, like, maybe, like, a couple months ago, and it was beautiful. <laughs> there was traffic. There were people. There oh were, like, gosh. all the- Now, I was, like, right outside, and there was, like, a bunch of stores and, like, restaurants, and I was like, this is the life. I'm loving this. I want to go to school in, like, the city, or at least live in the suburbs in, like, a mildly, like, suburban area, you know? Look at her talking about brand. <laughs> out grow up <laughs> i'm just saying like this is how i feel no but for a 15 year old this is the best one right here she sure. she is very mature for her age she actually sound like she's 17 she is her decisions are like she's 17 she's really nice to me she know my wrath no, she yes, avoids her it. Wrath. She knows how to avoid it. She is very diplomatic. And I know, I know her future is bright. And but we just I keep telling her we just have to take one day at a time. Because we don't worry here. Worry worry give takes us nowhere and there's nothing we can do. Our worrying 
it's not going to change anything. It's not going to change the future or the present or, or even some people worry about the past. I don't know. Do you worry about the past? Sometimes, yeah. <laughs> I'm kind of a worry wart. That doesn't really go good with being a procrastinator. So yeah. try to be carefree. <laughs> like all you guys like immediate blessing right now. Like be carefree. Thank you. Yeah. Yeah. We I don't worry. Thank God I don't worry because imagine if I worried with the kind of life I had, the kind of You'd be life. like dead from stress already, <laughs> I swear. Like if y'all have been listening to the Coco's kind of like life childhood, I've been the living just now recently with like starting like the podcast is stressful, y'all. You know, like <laughs> just living her like she's trying up here trying to live her best life and all that kind of stuff. And you know, like if y'all you, you knew like they heard basic every day like she and like if like she was like worrying and like stressing all the time she'd literally be like on the floor because a heart attack because <laughs> she'd be so stressed out like i'm not even kidding this is like legit so all of you guys who are like stressed out and like anxious about stuff like like you can't change like don't worry about because like i totally know how you feel because literally I, you know i was talking about the package mix up with my friend's birthday like ups like screwed up my whole package and i was like worrying i was like oh no it's not gonna get there on time still have hasn't gotten there but you know it's like I can't change it there's nothing I can do and right. it's like I just gotta like make sure that you know like I'm like it's gonna get there it's gonna do the thing that needs to do and I'll be fine you know like now that I'm doing all this stuff with college and now that I'm like trying to like get the like the eye to see what kind of college like what is gonna be the right college because my friend she's already like found the college for her she knows because like she like can feel it on the inside that this is the college she's supposed to go to and I'm just like that's so cool. I can't wait for that to happen to me when all this stuff starts happening. And just like, it's really like being like really young and I mean like younger than average age of like graduating high school, like, you know, and you're like trying to make all these decisions, it's a lot of pressure and like, it's kind of really stressful, but you know, like the wonder and like the awe of like actually doing those kinds of things and like the, the, anticipation of getting accepted to these colleges and like going to these campuses and taking these classes that will like better my life and then make my life like all cool and blossoming and I'll be like an amazing person like or whatever like my life be like you still an amazing person whether you go to college or not I know but I'm just like this is considering just so exciting that outweighs all the stress and the anxiety about like actually preparing for these kinds of things so I, I truly you know have learned that you don't really need to go to college nowadays to perform a certain job unless you are going for uh, medicine or law. But um, again, she has no other options because she's 15. Otherwise, I'd just be staying at home and being and, a homebody. And that's body. not okay. <laughs> so for that reason, she's going to college. But truly, um, once she's 18 damn she'll be done with college <laughs> yeah i i think i'll be I, when I'll some be, people are starting i'll be she's almost done i'll be graduated by like 20 or 21 like i'll be like no no 19 lovely no i'll be i'll i'll be i'll be 19 I'll, I'll be 20 yeah i'll 20. be like just bare i won't even be allowed to drink <laughs> like i will be such a baby that's hilarious and i like always i never think about that like then after that i'll be done with school and that is like weird because I was like, I was like, I'm going to be in school forever. <laughs> you know, that kind of thing. I might just get a PhD in performing arts while I'm at it. You know, just that. It's just like, that's funny. But, you know, like thinking about this stuff, you know, like as like you guys are listening to this, you know, like 
Like, there isn't anything that can get y'all down or whatever. Like, if you have a dream and you have a thing that you want to do, like, even if, like, you're young or if you're, like, older, you already have a job and, like, you have your life or whatever, like, there's still, like, things that you, like, didn't achieve for yourself. You can still do those things. You know, like, even if, like, you thought that you had the right thing, like, me with computer science, you thought, I thought I had the right thing for, like, five years of my life and then I discovered that it was terrible and like maybe you're right now like there right now and you like hate what you're doing you hate like the classes you're taking you hate all this stuff and like you can still make it better you still have time there's like your life will still go on if you like change your mind and it's like just like step out there you like get that step of faith and you're just like kablam your life will be like 10 times better and it's gonna be like like, and always remember that college college is not for everybody yeah you okay don't have so to to you don't have to go to college seriously if you are like i said if you're not studying the body or the law i don't really see any other profession that really 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 require the, the going to college if it's not in 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 a health field or the law i don't see because seriously you anyone can learn anything on their own obviously. yeah especially nowadays that everything is so easy online you can learn a bunch of stuff online um business marketing um oh my gosh there's even some professions that like not tech but um you know like when you go electricians and, and mm-hmm. things like that i don't know how do you call that yeah i know what you're talking about um there's all the stuff you can really do and without really going to college but anyway it's that's her her path this year to start her senior year to get her college applications going and we are sure we'll be talking more about this throughout yes, we'll throughout give the you, year we'll give you updates yeah definitely. and and don't give up and start the new year with your head a high and hope you are having a good end of the summer and hey it's just the beginning one day at a time always remember you do one day at a time so i hope your day today it's awesome just like ours kisses to you thanks for tuning in podcast is brought to you by me and my mom the editing is done by me and the music is done by my mom and GarageBand. if you want to check us out on any of our social media you can find us on instagram and facebook as confess coco and youtube as confessions of coconuts where we post all of our cool adventures of us being zany and eating a bunch of cool food and stuff if you want to get in touch with us you can go to any of our social media if you want to donate you can go to our website confessionsofcoconuts.com And go to the donate page and drop some spare change while you're at it. While you're there, you might as well go visit the show notes and subscribe. Don't forget to subscribe because you're going to subscribe to all podcasts. And I know you love us because you're listening right now. It'd be cool if you could share us on whatever social media you have. And just get the word out so we can continue to bless other people's ears with our amazing voices and our silly stories. The podcast is a lot of work, a lot of blood, sweat, and tears. And we truly thank you for listening. On that note, leave a review. Thank you so much.